It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. So welcome to Mind Your Business. Good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I am very excited to talk to you about your business venture, talk to you about your journey into entrepreneurship. Um, so you're Sean Talbot. I'm Sean Talbot, yes. And yes. you own Nourished. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So before we get into the questions about the business, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, Sean Talbot, born in Bermuda. Uh, I was raised in Montreal. Okay. Canada. Uh, I moved back to Bermuda probably like six years ago, six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I worked in a few different industries before starting this company about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've been rocking nourished uh, ever since. So yeah. what what gave you the desire? Were you always in the food industry or what? why did you choose to start a business in this industry? I've always been very keen on food and keen on health. Mm-hmm. Um, how my life worked. My first job was as a dishwasher, mm-hmm. and I kind of like went up the the ranks, and I became like a line cook. Okay. And that's where my passion for cooking started. And I went away for to school, and I kind of flipped around into personal training. Mm-hmm. And so both kind of worked hand in hand my whole life. I was always really into food, and fitness and wellness. Okay. So just the culmination of all those skills kind of led you to led this idea to life. Okay. So when you were you always sure that you were going to be an entrepreneur? Yes, okay. I would say so. Um, I studied in economics, <clears throat> and um, I did graphic design and web development. Mm-hmm. So I taught myself all the tools that I would need to essentially start a business. Mm-hmm. Um, I started a clothing business that did pretty well, wasn't my passion, so I didn't go through with it. Okay. And I had a um, marketing company where mm-hmm. I would make graphics for different companies around here, different bars, work on their websites, um, and that did well as well. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, when Nourish came around, I kind of just knew it was something that Bermuda needed, health food, um, ready to go package food. Mm-hmm. How and, did you uh, know? It, it was, there was a, a space in the market for it, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I just know that these type of systems work for people. If, okay. we're, if we made the website quick enough, uh, if we made the food good enough, that's mm-hmm. why we hired excellent chefs to make the food good. Because mm-hmm. obviously if the food's good, you know, they ain't buying the product. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Right. So I just had a good idea that it would work if I, you know, made the right steps towards mm-hmm. it, you mm-hmm. know, focus on social media, uh, focus on a good website, customer appreciation and all that type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And then, um, yeah, we've been really focused on making the customer experience as good as possible. OK. Yeah. So in terms of the business model that you can you talk a little bit about that and your decision to do that as opposed to having a physical like brick and mortar store where people can mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. and get their their meals. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we've shuffled that idea, myself and the, the, our team of cooks and chefs. Uh-huh. Um, at first, that was our idea. We were going to have a restaurant with kind of like, you know, a liquor license, mm-hmm. sell food all, and liquor and all that good stuff. Um, but Nourish kind of took off in such a way that um, all of our attention was reverted to, okay, how can we make this meal prep thing work? And how can we be different? So when you were like thinking about Nourished, it was going to be, like you said, the brick and mortar. And was that the meal prep thing, like the in-between to get you the capital or whatever it was that you needed to get the brick and mortar? And then you were like, hey, wait, we're on to something. Right. That's a, that would be a good way to put it. Um, 
I guess when you're in the food industry, you have like a dream of having a really oh, wicked restaurant yes, yep, and you know, yep. you want to <laughs> have that cool spot that everyone yep. goes to. And that was kind of the dream at first in my head. Wow, I'll have a nice spot, mm-hmm. Japanese theme maybe, and have okay. all these like fancy nights. And then um, I guess that dream kind of like really just got a little more tamed and mm-hmm. a lot more narrow until mm-hmm. like, okay, let's just create a really good product mm-hmm. and, um, you know, sell that, sell fresh food. And make that work, and then maybe your restaurant will come later. But just focus on what's working right now. Yeah. I mean, I love that because I think sometimes we can be so caught up in what we want. And we're not listening to what the customers are telling us that they want or need, you know? So that you were able to do that and be like, okay, look, this is working. People obviously want this. I mean, there are restaurants in Bermuda. Right. There are. And, like, you know, you have that selfish little little voice in your head mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's like, you know, do something cool, make yeah. something fun. But at the end of the day, it's about, you know. Giving ma- people what they want and are not willing to pay for. Right. This is it. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> so, okay. Nourish. Tell me a little bit about it. Like, what is Nourish? How um, do you identify the chefs? How do you identify the food? Like, take me a little bit through that process. Okay, so Nourished is a obviously a plant-based company. Mm-hmm. We have a new company called Eat Clean, new within the last four months. Okay. Eat Clean Bermuda has meat, right? Oh. So it's meal prep with meat now. Okay. And a lot of our clients have been gravitating towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, they do love the plant-based stuff, but also a lot of people aren't plant-based, so they right. love the meat, the meat option. Right. Um, Nourish itself um, just came, obviously, from a passion of food, but I was a vegan for four years. Okay. Um, for, like, not for health reasons, more for, like... Um, you know, the world and yeah. the view of the world and yeah. how it worked. And um, so that led me into, you know, deep diving into the science behind plant-based health, mm-hmm. how good it is for you. And then I had a mission to, you know, to spread the good the good word or yeah. like the good food yeah, in, yeah. in this uh, like in this way. <laughs> and that's how Nourish came about. The name just kind of came quick. And then the vision was to, okay, let's get some plant-based food out there, mm-hmm. hire the chefs, make it taste gourmet yeah you know it's not just quick food it's actually like well-timed gourmet food mm-hmm. the saucers are simmering for two or three hours we're doing it properly okay so you know package the food and then get it out and then see what people think about it so where'd you find your chefs very crazy so um my neighbor when i was younger he was a chef his name's renee mapa he's my uh-huh. chef now um when we first started Nour- nourish when i first started i was cooking alone mm-hmm. so it was about three four hundred meals a week at that point Doing it alone, like I had cooked a bit, but I had never cooked on a mass scale. Yeah, that's a lot. So I'm tripping. I have like a day job. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out I'm working, you know, till five and then I'm going from five to midnight cooking and stuff ready. And, you know, a couple months in, I was like, this is not sustainable. Right. So um, when I spoke to my dad, what to do. And then he remembered, oh, there's a chef that used to be a neighbor down here. I still Mm -hmm. have his number, Rene Mepa. And then that night I call him. And then it so happens he was like kind of like in between He's Filipina, Filipino, mm-hmm. so he's going to go back home, maybe move right, back home. So he's right. in between this like idea of maybe moving back. And then he jumped on board and it's three years later. It's history, right? That's it. Yeah. So it was wow. very, I guess, serendipity. Yeah, I was going to say very yeah. much so. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, um, we brought in some other guys who were, you know, worked in the industry around okay. here. Okay. Yeah. And so did, was their focus plant-based plant-based foods or they were just excellent chefs so whatever materials they had to work with they're going to make it taste delicious no they weren't plant-based at all um which was kind of at first like a little like 
trying to get them on board yeah. was uh, was wasn't hard. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, they're like, this is not what people want. People want to be, and I'm like, promise me. Like, I yeah. promise you, like, people will try something new. That's yeah. the idea here. Let's get people to try something new. They got on board. And I mean, obviously, they they're really good at what they do, so mm-hmm. they're able to shift their their skill set to um, to a more plant based one, and uh, yeah, it worked out. So I have a question because we import everything, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah. And the cost sometimes, in my mind, I'm like the cost of these meal preps or the plant based foods can sometimes be, in my mind, more expensive yeah. than what you could get with your meat products or whatever. Right. Have you seen that to be the case? And if so, like, how do you manage that? Right, so we make everything in-house. We're not buying, like, uh, Beyond Meat, which is more expensive right. than, like, a, an actual burger. So you make your own? We make our own stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse so. me, I got skills <laughs> like that. You know, we, we, <laughs> we're doing a little something-something back there. <laughs> uh, no, so we... Um, we order a ton, a ton of veggies. Okay. When I'm saying a ton, maybe it weighs a ton, perhaps that much. But yeah. Um, so, with that mass scale, we're able able to manipulate reduce our the, okay. our ingredients to reduce mm-hmm. our cost. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it takes us a bit more time, but we're not taking any shortcuts. Right. And the whole point of Nourish is that everything is from Fresh. the ground and not yeah. like frozen or processed. You know. Nice. I'm impressed. Thank you. Uh, that yeah. you're able to yeah. make that work in Bermuda, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tight. The margins are tight, but we have great orders we mm-hmm. work by volume mm-hmm. you know if we didn't have a, an excellent uh, client base we wouldn't be able to do it mm-hmm. but you know we have a lot of loyal customers who come back every week uh, which we thank a lot and mm-hmm. yeah so talk to me about how you built that clientele mm-hmm. right so norse did not exist mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and now it does mm-hmm. and you three years strong three mm-hmm. years in so what what did you do different to kind of build this following and this loyal client base um, it was social media at first. Um, that was my passion three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to f- figure out how to get products in front of customers. Mm-hmm. You know, when Facebook ads first came out and stuff, I was like the first, not the first person, but I was, you know, I was, I was, I was the first in Bermuda. The, the first ad, the first, right here. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, the, I was just like on the ball with it, I would say. Um, and then, yeah, we were pumping out ads. Um, we were very like close with our customers. They mm-hmm. pick up, and we build relationships with them, like okay. bonds. Even you know, we talk and we'd create a clientele. I was always the one doing pickup, so they'd see me every week, mm-hmm. and they build that kind of like, you know, that's that the friendship almost, yeah. right? Um, so it organically happened through that. Like every week, two or more customers would come, two mm-hmm. or three, two or three, and then you know, at the end of a, a year, you have a few more people coming to pick yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. And I, I guess your business model is built, or is it subscription-based? How does it work? No, so we don't do subscription just because we change the menu every Monday. Got you. So it would be difficult for, let's say, if someone's credit card's being charged every week, mm-hmm. you know, they'd have to keep going back to the website. To make sure something they can eat. Right, this is it, right? So okay. they might just get a random selection if they're allergic to nuts or something yes, they can't yes, eat yes, it yes, so yes, yes, yes. we make the customer go back to the website every time they want to order so mm-hmm. they can select what they want themselves okay and it works better that way you know? okay mm-hmm. that's interesting because i'm thinking you know with subscription it's like guaranteed mm-hmm. but then you don't have as much flexibility as to what you're going to be right. able to cook or prepare right right and it's also like let's say 70 bucks a week you might just forget about that and not want the meals one week right Right, and then so, you got the food then you got the whole food yeah. like your freezer's full of these meals you know you're <laughs> like i can see it getting out of control yeah, yeah 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 so in terms of the the life 
cycle of the meals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're frozen, so you can keep them in the fridge, but for how long? Like, how yeah. long will they last before you're like, maybe you should just... Yeah, so they come fresh, like we cooked them the night leading up to the pickup, mm-hmm. right? So a couple hours before people pick up. Um, we tend to say four days in the fridge for anything. It's, mm-hmm. like, pretty, like, pushing it. So yeah. we have four days. By the end of that fourth day, pushing it to fifth, you might want to think about eating it or mm-hmm. or freezing it. Okay. And then obviously freezing, you could keep them there for six months. Right, right. Okay, yeah. Just you have food, you don't have to worry about it because yeah. you got that covered. Right, yeah. It's like don't leave them in there for a week after a week. Like that broccoli is going to start getting weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he might start talking back to you or yeah, something. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you open it up, be like, he'd be like, what's up? Yeah. He's like, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe we won't do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hundred percent. So, okay. You always knew you are going to be an entrepreneur. You had a passion for fitness. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You became a vegan. Mm-hmm. And so you m- melded those two together. Mm-hmm. And it's working for you in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any goals still to do the brick and mortar? Is that something that you think you will eventually do? And if so, what do you think will work in Bermuda? Because you know restaurants open. They close. Of course, yeah. They open yep. and they close. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, like you said, it's a tough um, it's a tough place to have restaurants. We do have the staple restaurants on Fred Street, yeah. which have been open forever and mm-hmm. are great, great locations. Um, we do have a plan. Of course, when something comes up, if something comes up, mm-hmm. then uh, if we're in a position to do so, then we will probably jump on the opportunity. But we haven't had that arise yet. If something okay. really comes up or a big spot becomes available and we have an opportunity to maybe bid on it or, or see if we can, you know, do something mm-hmm. cool in there. Yeah, we'll be we'll be first in line. Okay. Yep. So you're saying we, which I like. Yeah. So talk to me about your team and mm-hmm. how important they are to making the whole nourished program or plan work. Right. Yeah, I always say we it's my team. It's like it's definitely not me. Um they're the guys who cook the food. They're very passionate about food and they're just, you know, ten on ten on what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they're really in tune with what's going on, what's hot, like all these new trendy things. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we try to stay on top of that because the menu does rotate so often. We have to stay on top of like what's what's cool right now. You know, what's going on. And you don't want people to get bored either, right? Right, exactly. Like spaghetti again. That's my son, by the way. He's like, spaghetti? I'm like... This is it, yeah. Even like our like our, our head chef, who's you know, and is is sixty now. He's yeah. on TikTok every night, and he's looking at oh, I saw something on TikTok. Yeah, we gotta we make can this try. next week. Yeah. So uh, that's super cool. But no, they're they're great. Um, they allow me to kind of like step away, and um, you know, control more of the the broader aspect of yeah. the behind the scenes. You know, just okay. like the pushing the brand a bit more, yeah. making our content look better. Um, and then obviously I'm in the kitchen with them as well and helping mm-hmm. where I can. Mm-hmm. But they've done a great job at just like all becoming their own individual kind of leader and, okay. you know, being good at what they do mm-hmm. in their little space. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about the thought process behind starting Eat Clean. Mm-hmm. Like what mm-hmm. led you to that? Nourish is doing great. Mm-hmm. You get the orders. It's consistent. You're building a client base. But what made you decide to add meat to the equation? Um, I knew that at one point Nourish would plateau because of just people are just aren't vegan. There's not enough yeah, people not on everybody, the, right. not, not people on the island. There's not enough, you know, expansion that we can do. If we're in the States, we could hit, you know, mm-hmm. billions of people. Right. But, um, yeah, and, and it was starting to plateau a bit. Our sales were still good, mm-hmm. but I could tell, I could forecast it within like the next year that we would be have to like, re- yeah. readjust something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I already had the meat 
website ready to go. Mm -hmm. It was just a matter of making it live. And then when the time was right, yeah, we threw it out there and it did really well. Okay. Yeah, because I knew that people, the people who had been doing Nourished with us for like the last two years, let's say, I could imagine them wanting something maybe different. Right. You know, if they're continuously doing it. They probably do love the product. They might be adding protein to it themselves, themselves at home. Themselves, like maybe do a chicken or something and right. just add it with what you prepare. This is it. So when we brought E-Clean, I think that probably helped them out a lot in terms okay. of them being like, okay, I don't have that my protein anymore. Mm-hmm. The, this meal is perfect for what I need. And then, yeah. So okay. it made sense to, to have both. Right. So now you have both. So you're, yeah. you're, you're, being, you're able to address the needs of both yes. plant-based and people who desire a little bit more protein. Yes, yeah, like, absolutely. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any other plans to introduce any other things to the mix? Or are you, are you like, yep, I think we got it covered now? Well, we have like little micro things we'd add. Like we want to do desserts. We okay. want to do like a smoothie bar. Cool. Uh, we want to have super salads, we're calling them. Um, and all these different options that people can get when mm-hmm. they come pick up or pre-order online. Mm-hmm. Or uh, pick up, we have three locations in um, the Tessiris gas stations where mm-hmm. we have fridges there with, you know, 45 meals a day or whatever we put in there. Um, so just making those a little more um, a little more exciting. You know, sometimes just seeing meals there can get a little mundane if yeah. there's like salads and wraps in there and that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it'll be a lot more options for customers. And so that's kind of it. So is your, is the, the main, it's pickup. It's, it's not delivery? Yeah, so it's pickup just because it'd be the number of people who come on pickup days. I, I can't really imagine how we could do that with vehicles in mm-hmm. one day. Mm-hmm. You know, we would need a lot of vehicles for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'd be just a little chaos just to figure out what time we're bringing stuff at. But mm-hmm. it just, in terms of that, it, it makes it easier for pickups. Okay. But we do work closely with Pronto, who buy our meals. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, what about Pronto they, or Sargasso yeah, or something like that? Yeah, they, they like deliver that. meals for okay. sure. They buy a bunch a week, and they're doing well with our meals as well. All right. Yeah. So they buy them, and then people have the choice to pick them off of their website when yeah, they're ordering yeah. their groceries. Yeah, so Got they it. get a bunch a week, and then people shop from, from their website if they want them delivered. Okay. Yeah. Well, it must be working, so don't let me, don't listen to no. me. <laughs> no, but I do. We, we have been... Um, we have been very closely looking at that, you mm-hmm. know, developing an app to have a, a delivery system. And it's going to come. Just got to get there. Yeah, yes, you just got to sure. get there. Yep. Okay. Yep. So talk, it all sounds great. Like, I feel like you have all the things you need. You got your degree in economics. You knew the social media aspect of marketing. So you had all the things that you needed to make this business successful. But can you talk to me a little bit about what challenges you experienced when you set up or when you established your business and how you navigated those? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, um, a lot of the challenges come just from, like, yourself, I think. You know, throwing yourself into the open like yeah. that is, is, is pretty wild just to start with. You know, I left a job that I loved, and then this was taken off, so I had to make a really, you know, life-altering decision. Um, and I think that, for a year, played with me for a bit. You know, mm-hmm. the anxiety came in, yeah. and, like, did I do the right choice? And then, like, the self-doubt. Yeah. Um, that was the first like roadblock I really encountered with myself where mm-hmm. I kind of was like, you know, sleepless what nights and I'm like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, life isn't fun anymore. Right, like, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And then once you get over that hurdle, it gets a lot easier. Um, in terms of business, you just have to really be keen on numbers. You have to, you know, really focus on 
the fluctuation of prices mm-hmm. of the groceries because your margins are tight. Yep. So you really have to be looking at papers all the time. You know, I've become like a an accountant now by trade without <laughs> really, really <laughs> wanting to. Yeah. He's like, who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, that was the biggest challenge at first, you know, going into it a bit without having any experience as a restaurant or food yeah. business owner, right? Buying all these products. So that was a learning curve. Mm-hmm. But again, like I said, you can, whatever. If you're if you're really in tune with the information, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's, that's the main thing. That's impressive to me because, like, food, the food industry is, like, volatile. You know what I mean? Especially here. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like people are either crazy or will learn it, right. and, you know, to take on that challenge. Totally. Especially to me, I consider yourself a newbie because we have, mm-hmm. like, these... Um, not monopolies because they're multiple players, but they're usually groups, right? Of course, yeah. That own the multiple. So sure. because of the, um, like you said, they have the ability to buy bulk, so yes. it reduces down their, their cost. It does, right. Yeah, right. so for you, like the new kid on the block. Yeah, said, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> Coming in um, to be able to navigate it and then still be in a position, I think, not only to be doing well mm-hmm. but to expand your offering to now this the second thing is a big deal i think yeah of course i mean at first you're starting off like you have no idea i don't even didn't even know about viking or like mm-hmm. bga mm-hmm. so i'm going to marketplace loading up three grocery carts oh, you stop. know <laughs> throwing them in a friend's yeah. like truck um because i just didn't know what i was doing mm-hmm. at first and then obviously got connected with the wholesalers um and everything started to make more sense mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. okay if i buy 10 of these which I'll eventually use. Right, I'll just invest right. now in a lot more. And, yeah. you know, I'll save a bit of money there. So yeah. it's always about trying to figure out how to save the most money. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like anything else in life. Right, but, yeah. exactly. So, okay, tell me what your long-term plan is mm-hmm. for Nourished and Eat Clean. Like, what do you ultimately want this business to be, or where do you see yourself? Yeah, that's a big question as well, which I, which I like. Um Obviously, we're very keen about Bermuda, but we do really want to expand into, like, another location, yeah. like, a, like a Canada or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I do think that Nourish has a has a strong branding in terms of, like, wherever it could be would probably work, mm-hmm. especially now when, like, the plant-based movement is still pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'd be, a, like, our, a future goal for sure, a okay. five-year plan, maybe have another pop-up spot, let's say, in Montreal or something, or one of those type of cities that right. it'd be trendy and cool. Yeah. And um, you have millions of people out there, so it's like, it. <laughs> you just well, need, yeah. like, a, just, I just need a fraction. Just, yeah, I got a pop-up somewhere, yeah. like, in a random city, and then, like, you have, you know, yeah. a lot more. So that's the, the long-term goal for sure. Okay. Yep. And you have the connections because, like you said, you were there before. So I'm yes, sure you yeah. know people Ex- exactly. who can help you right. to navigate that. Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great plan. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're, we're hoping. But, you know, right now we're just uh, steady sailing. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just a one day at a time really type of person. But also yeah. you keep your, your dream board there. And yeah, you, of course. You, you look at it every day. and you <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's going to be yeah. me one day. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, okay, for those people who may be considering um starting a business in the the food industry i will Mm -hmm. say what what would you advise them like what are the top three things that you think that they should consider when doing this uh okay 
I would probably say you definitely have to focus on the quality of the food. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you know, if you're doing like meats and stuff, you're going to, you don't want to buy like the worst meat because to the save customer, money. to save money because customers will see that and that product just isn't good. There are some products that aren't good. Right. Right. Um, that's it. Make sure your quality is good. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you have a good location. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to make sure you have the proper kitchen to do what you have to do because there's no bigger nightmare than having like a small fridge and like you just got to figure stuff out yeah. you know you need like a location that's going to work for what you what you want to do um and then yeah just don't be afraid to to go in and believe in yourself i guess you know <laughs> if it's a little <laughs> that's a little cliche but just you know it's, do it. just, go, just go for it <sighs> no but i think that's important because sometimes i think especially when we see people they come in they have these ideas but you're talking about the idea but you never actually implement it yep, and i know yep. early on you were saying you had a, a, a job that you actually loved you enjoyed your job yep, yep. but then you started this so with that did did you work in your job, in your full-time job, and do this on the side? And was there a period of time where you were like, okay, I think this is enough to sustain yep. my quality of life if I move into this full-time? That's pretty much what happened. Okay. So I was working um, at Costlings. Um, I was a uh, content strategist. Okay. Or I think that was my title. So I was just doing the social medias, mm-hmm. um, develop their website, all that type of stuff mm-hmm. on the on the back end. And, uh, yeah, my free time at night, I would um, – I was building websites for other customers around. Mm-hmm, I had mm-hmm. that little freelance company. And then once Nourish, the idea of Nourish was came into my head, I built a website and then we did like a soft launch mm-hmm. over like a weekend and something. And the meals went crazy. It went like five hundred meals in a weekend. Really? Right away, right. So that's crazy. Like, crazy. how did you do that? What did you do? Just put the website out and I was very aggressive with uh with one Facebook ad. You know, and um it was new. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say I had a thousand bucks, and it looked great. Right. Well, that's it. It looked really cool. Like I said, You're like, there... is this a Bermuda company? Right. So there wasn't many ads out. Again, once I said I'm the first person who's this. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't many ads out yet. You know, right. so I put one out very aggressively, and I knew um, everyone was going to see it. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was almost like, okay, buckle up. Let's see what happens. And then it happened. Yes. Right. So I had to cook the food. It was. Uh, Terrible experience to do that by myself. We're not going to go I there. But you could imagine. You were like, oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, I wait, I got to make the food now. Yeah, now I got to make the food. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so once that happened, uh, we did another weekend, like lower. I, I kind of like uh, closed the website off at 200 meals. Okay. Because the 500 was just, like I said, craziness. It was you. Yeah. You, yeah, you were yeah. cooking. Yeah. I was calling every friend I could, like, can you just come boil pasta <laughs> while I while I stir this curry? Like, something like that. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, after like doing four weeks of that, I kind of closed it and that's when I had to find someone and then Renee came on board. Okay. Um, but you were still doing your full-time job when you brought him on board? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I had done, I was doing, Nourish was functioning without me, well with me, but with me doing my full-time job for like, let's say four months or six, even six months. Um, I would just like check on them after work. They'd start their shifts a little later so mm-hmm. I could be there with them. Mm-hmm. So the ship would start at like 4 p.m. Okay. For Nourished. We were, um, we had a kitchen where Cafe Cairo used to be. Yes. Right. So we were using that kitchen. Okay. Um, thankfully, I knew the owner and, mm-hmm. he, and he gave us a good deal. And then we were there throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. So COVID kind of helped us out too. I would say, yeah, because people weren't able to get out. Yeah. They weren't going so we to were restaurants. doing um, curbside pickups with COVID. Okay. 
So we'd have someone run out their meals to the, to the street, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get them a bag through their window, mm-hmm. and that was it. Okay. Yep. All right, so to me, it sounds like it happened very organically, but it gave you it gave you the peace of mind to to say, yeah, this could work. This is it, yep, this is it. So I wanted, we relaunched, and every week was pretty consistent. Yeah. And I knew that we had, like, good chefs now who could actually make food mm-hmm. and not, like, oatmeal <laughs> or whatever I was making. No. No, it wasn't not that oatmeal. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Hopefully it wasn't that bad. With some strawberries on top, it's fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, once I saw the consistency every week of what it was doing and without me there being fully present and yeah. without me really pushing too many ads, um, I was like, okay, well, if, I'm, good. if I'm going in, then we're going to have to do in. this, you know? Okay. So for you and with this company, like what, what do you, how do you see yourself growing with the company? Like what do you ultimately want to do for it? I know a lot of the back end stuff you're doing now mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, but is it your intent to like your exit strategy is to be nourished, be eat clean and um, expand outside of Bermuda. Mm -hmm. Um, Or do you see yourself doing something else? I don't right now. Like I said, it might not even be an outside expansion. It might be if something pops up again here, like a restaurant pops up and then we're ready to go with that. And that's a whole nother thing that's going to consume me. Right. So that'll be a hundred percent me again. And then we'll have our other team, who are doing like the nourish stuff or to eat clean things and then you know so if that's the option if that happens then it'd be amazing right so if the proper spot opens up and we have an idea and we're we're in a position to do that i think that's great i mean i was gonna ask you like where did you find your kitchen because that's a big Mm -hmm. it's a big deal for a lot of people who are in the food services industries Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. have like a lot of bakers a lot of people that prepare food but they need a commercial kitchen yeah and it's like they're few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have our own commercial kitchens program where we try to match commercial kitchens that yep. are not being used with people who need them. So you were fortunate in that you knew someone who had a commercial kitchen. To get us going, yep. Yeah, yeah. that's yep. awesome. So that was just a, I had did the program here, though. Okay. Uh, the first program they did with the, um, the kitchens. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, 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 commercial kitchen. Called. Yeah. The first one it was really cool. Um, but even that same week, um, I had reached out to the owner of, uh, Cafe Cairo. Yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't expect him to say yes, but he had said he yes. He did. Yeah. And then that was it. Uh, that's great. And is that where you still are? No, no. So we're on North Shore now. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. I know where I seen the sign yeah. when I passed. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yep, so well, listen, I am thrilled, um, that you were able to make this idea work considering all of the things that could go wrong for some, you figured out how to navigate them. Still um, figuring out though. Yeah. So, it's so, an ongoing yeah, process, so, right? Yeah, we're, still, like, Hold on. we're still going. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> I get it. But I mean, it seems to be working for yeah. you um, that you still have this loyal client base and that you were able to extend that client base with, by adding the eat clean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. meals. I think it's really, really cool. Thank so you. you're um, able to address the need of those who are just eating plants mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. well as, you know, those like me who like a little... <laughs> a little something, a little something else. I love something, you know. Um, no, so I, I wish you all the best. Like, if people want to order your meals or um, become part of the family, how how do they do that? Uh, so Nourish is nourishbermuda.com and then Eat Clean is eatcleanbermuda.com. Hit whatever one of those websites and then uh, you'll be able to pick your meals and... And choose or, a pickup date and, and come on and see us. The rest is history, the rest right? Is history. You're no longer cooking, no that's, more. That's, that's, yeah, that's a ditch to cooking, cleaning. 
That stuff's in the past. We got you. We got you guys. <laughs> like, come into the future. Yeah, no longer. Look, like, I need to have a conversation with my husband and be like, why are we doing this? Why yeah, are we preparing yeah. our own meals? <laughs> no, this has been great. I thank you so much for joining Thank you. us. Thanks for having me. Or mind your business. And I always say, if you don't mind your business, who will? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.